12 wins in a row. This team refuses to lose and continues to chase history. Yes, they do. Another good game by everybody just playing team baseball. Let's talk about that historic run right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to that YouTube channel of ours at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And shoot us an email anytime, all the time, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays win again. That seems to be an ongoing theme so far in the 2023 campaign. 9-7 to was the score over the Boston Red Sox. And within that, Taj Bradley making a really solid, really impressive major league debut on the bump. Five strong innings, a lot of strikeouts, and outside of walking, the first batter looked very composed, looked like he had been there before, and just uh, really looking forward to see what he can provide this season and in the future. Tampa Bay is known as a pitching factory, uh, and they prove it once again. Their free agent acquisition, Zach Eflin, has to go on the IL for, for the short term. They call up their pitching prospect, their, their number one pitching prospect in, in Tash Bradley, and he comes out and for four innings made the Boston Red Sox just look completely outmatched. Uh, he, he looked fantastic. By the way, good comp on the Chris Archer vibe that he had because mm. I saw some people saying it on Twitter uh, and I was like, well, you know, Kevin Weiss, uh, hey, he said it yeah. first. Uh, so so good on you for that. I do want to uh, note uh, something I, I was watching and, and, and B.A. was was talking about it in the uh, in the broadcast. He was using the curveball way more than we're used to uh, in his pitch mix. You, you when you see his stuff in the minors, it's, it's usually in this order, fastball, cutter, changeup, and then the curveball. But he was using that, that curveball quite a lot uh, in last last um, you know last night, and I wanted to you know what's the reason why why is the curveball being used so much? And somebody thankfully I don't I don't know who asked, but they told him why what what was the the deal with the curveball being used so much and and uh, when you usually don't, and he said Christian Bethencourt was actually the reason he was putting down the curveball uh, and he trusted. Uh, Christian and you know he got three out of those eight strikeouts on that curveball so this is another it's not even exhibit a Kevin it's exhibit f it's exhibit mm -hmm. l on how the camaraderie in this clubhouse just feels a little bit different this is a, a young rookie that needs to make an impression and he is not thinking about the ego he's thinking that's a veteran I'm going to listen to him. And that's a veteran who's saying, dude, trust your stuff. I know you've got it. Throw down that curveball. They're not going to hit it. So that whole dynamic 
I am 100% loving that. Yeah, no, that's great. And it's probably a reason or among the reasons why the Rays were willing to part with Mike Zanino because we know the importance that he provided with the pitching staff and the team in general. And then I'm sure over the course of last year that they saw, man, this Christian Bethencourt has a vibe and an element to him where he can maybe carry that mantle a little bit. And I'll tell you what. I think um, catching is going to come back in vogue. Uh, we we hear about uh, the robot umpires and and all that, but uh, with with the larger bases and all the movement nowadays, you better be able to uh, make a throw, make an accurate throw, make a hard throw. I mean. Reese McGuire on the other side for the Red Sox. I don't think he's thrown at anybody so far this season. So there's going to be a lot of working and tinkering with the catching pitching duo and making sure that, hey, we got to do everything we can to prevent the opposition from taking an extra bag or stealing a bag or whatever it may be. So whether it's working on pickoff throws, speeding up the delivery, you know, working more out of the stretch, um, you know, that's that's going to be, I would think, a focal point as teams draft and develop uh, their their players and particularly their catchers as well. And, and we've seen how people are getting a little bit more risky on the bases. So, yeah, you're right. You, you're going to have to have a mobile catcher there. You're going to have to guy who has a strong arm, who knows uh, what is, you know, game conscious. Yeah. I, the baseball IQ has to be really high usually for catchers but this time with the game being a little bit more dynamic not so station to station yeah. those guys are really going to have to be in a part of the game even more than they are i mean they're, yeah, they're in part of every pitch but now it's like they're an actual player in in, in this whole chess set it, it's it's very very cool to see yeah and being able to beyond that stay in front of and block pitches because and, and being able to, okay, you stay in front of that that pitcher, that ball. How quickly can you pick it up and get in position to make a throw? Because if you're fumbling and bumbling around, Wander Franco is going to take third. Oh, Fidel Brujan is going to take second. By the Taylor way, Wall is going to take third. It's just going to happen. So that's going to be something where I think athleticism in that position, like a, a lot more teams are going to be looking for that next Adley Rushman if you will, uh, on that. I would too. I would yeah. too be looking for that, Adley. Um, you know, it, th thank you for, for bringing that Wander, who, by the way, had a tremendous game once again. Dude, he's just he just looks different. I know like that's such a easy thing to say. Oh, he just looks... No, but Wander Franco looks different. He mm -hmm. hits different. I mean, just the easiness of that swing. I mean, uh, that, that lefty swing to, to left center, this guy is just on another level. So... But I wanted to remark on that on that stolen base. He was caught. A good throw gets him. Yeah. But <laughs> again, you don't have that ability behind the plate if you're Boston. Boy, I mean, Christian Vasquez would have probably gotten uh, Wander Franco there with a good right. throw. But yeah, no. Uh, um. Again, the story is Tash and and uh, and on the offensive side, I, I we got to give props to Taylor Walls, man. I don't think we we've done yeah. that yet. Again, he does not look like the Taylor Walls from 2022, and that's a good thing, folks. Let's re I mean, a 66 WRC plus throughout 400 plus plate appearances is not going to play in the major leagues. That's not him right now. And this could be a little bit of a peak. I don't care. He's doing it really, really well with the bat. It's awesome to see. And of course, he's a great base runner. So he's also flashing that loving what Taylor Walls is doing so far 
offensively. Yeah, and of course with the leather as well because he made Ooh. three really impactful plays in that game. The slick fielding continuing from the third base side for him. He made the catch near the bullpen where he had to mm -hmm. venture out and show rain. Then he had the diving glove side play where he spins and fires to first. And I think, um, you know, I I did some research on on Taylor Walls and I know his metrics weren't so good from last year as far as outs above average and some of those things, but a lot of it had to do with um, the poor throws that he would make. And the first baseman at the time uh, wasn't necessarily helping him out. So I think that's going to be a theme going forward. Really watch and see how much more crisp of a throw that Taylor Walls can make. He'll stop anything and everything. He'll get to anything and everything, but can he follow through with a solid throw to first or second, wherever it may be. And then yeah. of course, coming in and making a play uh, on a bunt. So, I mean, that's, you know, three different skill sets on defense that he had to showcase the range, the quick feet, and then being able to come in and make a play on the ball on a bunt. So good things from Taylor walls, good things from a lot of others as well that I want to highlight. But first we have to tell you about something very, uh, very important. And that is uh, for a championship team, hopefully like the Rays, it's all about making sure Every player is a perfect fit, like the Rays. Uh, it's the same when it comes to your vehicle as well. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, Confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it is incredibly easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So uh, I'm glad you obviously brought up Wander Franco. I think every game, every day, he does something very important and impressive. And if I recall, he had three hits uh, in this last game. And, um, you know, he is really the poster child for the change in the evolution that the Rays have made at the plate so far this season, where we knew that Wander could make contact with just about anything and everything, but he's being a lot more deliberate and selective about those pitches that he can drive and hammer in yeah. the zone. He's focusing like others, but I think him really so far, maybe more than anybody else, if a pitch is in the zone and hittable, he's attacking it as opposed to outside the zone. It's like, Oh, I can make contact with it, but it's not going to be very good contact. So that's of, of course, just with his development and growth and strength and everything. But I think just him, Hey, there, if there's a, a pitch that is likely a ball, I'm going to lay off of it. Yes. If it's a pitch that's in the zone that I can do damage on, I'm going to swing at it. And that sounds so easy, right? Like, why don't they do that more often? Well, because it's difficult. Uh, and yeah. if you don't think it's difficult, then uh, go watch those umpire cam uh, videos. And then you're like, oh, wow, how do they ever actually get a hit? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that, that's the whole changing of approach from, from Chad Motola, right? Like, just know what what pitches are good for you in the zone that you can really do damage on. And that's the whole theme for everybody. But you're right. Wonder Franco just seems, well, I think not only seems, but if you had to pick who is the most adept 
like hitter, uh, you know, yes. who has the best plate discipline plus uh, power plus power to all fields and, and ability with the bat. That's Wander Franco. That's why you give him one hundred and eighty three yeah. million dollars. Uh, not not to, that that doesn't mean, oh, I'm talking crap about Yandy or Randy or, or be loud. It's just that's Wander the has the full package altogether. He has what could be similar power and strength to Brandon Lau in the plate discipline and approach that Yandy Diaz has exactly. just packaged into a 22 year old wonderkind. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so, so he, he continues to rake. Look at Randy though. Uh, let's, let's talk a little, about a little bit about Randy. That pitch should not have been a three run Jack. Like yeah. that, that is really impressive stuff. He is really, really strong. And of course he went oppo man. I mean that, that three run shot was really impressive. I'm loving, loving the fact that, the World Baseball Classic celebration is is here to stay for Randy. I am I am all about it, and I think the fans are really getting into it. And I mean, the clubhouse is digging it up. And one thing, you know, this is kind of like the the little things you 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 watch during during the ball game. Brady Williams, third base coach, is doing the same a different uh, celebration with all of them. Uh, and that's just again the part of camaraderie. Like you know, celebrate the guy who just hit a home run. Have his own thing. Yeah. I think the windmill arm is for Bilal. Of course, the arm cross for for Randy. That you you can't see me with Isak. And I think those are the first three that I've that I've really paid attention to. I don't know about the other ones so far. No, yeah, yeah. You definitely have a better beat on that sort of stuff than I do. And because we're, I mean, in the loving mood on this episode, we we've, we've talked about Wanda. We've talked about. Uh, Taylor Walls, Randy Rosarena. Um, also, and again, I have not I have not watched every single inning this season, but just based on what I saw yesterday and the numbers showcase it a little bit. But Al Bruhan seems to be turning a corner and finding himself a little bit a la Josh Lowe. Just the little things of executing a first and third bunt play with yes. no outs. Uh, there's a runner at second. Just slap a ball up the middle for uh, a single base hit. That's all you need. I feel like with Vidal, let's not try to do too much. You're a table setter as the number eight or number nine hitter. Get on base, run well, and be versatile on defense. We don't need you to try to pop out 15, 18 home runs. We don't need you to be Superman or be a hero. Do the little things. Yes. And be, be, be a throwback player. Be a throwback player from the '90s. That that's what we're looking for from you. And and if you can be a, a throwback from the '70s and '80s, even better, Vidal. Because you know, not the game, not yesterday's game, so not Wednesday's, but Tuesday's game. He actually did the whole like running on the on the on the box and kind of try to slap it to third. Of oh, the old uh, Japanese uh, yes approach, which I love. I love that. Love that, yeah. dude. Devers made a really good play, and that's everything that it took to get him out. Like he was very close at making that 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 play safe. That's exactly what you need to do. Just yeah. know, and I put this on Twitter. Like that just speaks to self awareness. Who am I as Vidal Bruhan? That's the kind of I have the wheels that you wish you could have. So how do I utilize those wheels? Well, I mean the the bunting situation perfectly. Like I know people. Are, are all against bunting. Which I, I think, think we're seeing a lot more bunts, though. I think we're changing yes. a corner here with the rules changes. I think that, I mean, really, I mean, anything, I'm just loving seeing the ball 
put in play where a base hit, you can advance on a grounder and then score on a shallow line drive like Wander did. Like yeah. that, that's just the, the way they, again, I, I, this, this product so far, and yeah, I'm sure some of it is because the Rays are 12 and 0, but just overall across baseball, I feel like this is a more enjoyable product. And if anything, I mean, I think we should nominate uh, Rob Manfred for a, a Nobel Peace Prize because what he's done to this game in the last year is just uh, amazeballs. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It, that's going to be very difficult for 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 baseball fans to do. But no, it, I think I I am loving the fact that we're going where we've been seeing more balls put in play. And again, like you said, that might just be because the Rays are on such a really good stretch offensively that. You know, maybe other teams are not seeing this, but I do think it's all around the league that the balls are being put in play more often. And, you know, going back to Vidal, that, you know, I I really hope that he keeps this up, that he doesn't try to jack home runs. The, the home runs, leave them to Randy, leave that to yeah. Wander, leave that to Isak, leave that to Brendan Lau. I, I don't need that from Vidal. I need him to be on base so that he can distract the pitcher and then Yandi can 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 do some damage and and, and wander and be loud. Like that's what you need to do. Yeah. Get on base, create havoc on the bases. You can score. He can probably score on a you know those those singles that could have been doubles, but they're are you know they're kind of iffy. He right. could score from first on those types of singles. You know, on, yeah. on a well-placed single, he could score. Uh so I, that's exactly what I need. So good, good shout out uh, on Vidal Bruhan because he does seem a little bit more stable than last year. Last year, he was just completely fumbling, and that's not the case this year. Yeah, and, and again, I think it's just we have to exude patience with these young players because there is such a big difference. There's never been a bigger, larger disparity, I'm told, between AAA and in the majors. So when a guy has terrific numbers at AAA and it just doesn't translate in that first, second, third stint at the majors, you're just trying to get your head above water, drinking from a fire hose, all those analogies. Like we have to give these guys time to percolate and marinate like Josh Lowe, like Vidal Bruhan, like maybe Jonathan Aranda. Curtis Mead comes up. Look, I think Curtis Mead could be an outlier in the sense that he gets the call up and then right off the bat, it's like, man, this guy looks like an all-star. He looks like the next Evan Longoria in the making. But that's not the case for each and every player, position player uh, or or pitcher for that matter. So, you know, that's something, again, we live in a microwave society where if a guy doesn't do anything his first hundred at-bats, he's a failure. But, man, it, it takes time and we just have to um, roll with the punches with that too. And, and I think part of it as well is because everybody else is having so much success and everybody else is healthy right now that you don't have to try to be the hero. You can just be yourself because wanders up, stepping up, Randy's stepping up, Brandon Lau stepping up. Yandy Diaz is stepping up. So it's just, Hey, I just need to get on and then get moving around. So uh, that's something great to see as well. We have a little bit more to discuss as well on this episode, but first we have to tell you about Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forget about, and chances are you're one of them. Like that Stars app just to watch one show or that free gaming trial you never actually used. Uh, Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time. 
and also get alerted if anything looks off. Uh, they'll quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And any of you that don't want to pay for those subscriptions anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket, Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel those unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses in an easy way. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. I'll say it once more. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B. Well, you know, when you're watching these rays win and win and win, you might want to have something tasty, healthy, and delicious while you're watching victory upon victory. And that should be built bars. Okay. And what makes built bars so good? Well, you know this. They're covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, and coconut almond. We are not really sure how Built does it, but it's amazing because they only have 130 calories, they're 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. So again, they're delicious and healthy too. And now you don't need to wait to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com, but now you can actually get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors at built.com. So you can head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut puff. But if you're close to a Sam's Club, you can grab a 13 bar box with hit flavors such as brownie, butter, pa uh, puff, and churro puff. So yeah, you can thank me later when you're eating those and watching the Rays get another W. So today, Either go to built.com and get some of those flavors or head to your nearest Walmart and Sam's Club to get your built bars today. Believe it or not, I think uh, one of the Rays clubhouse superstitions is everybody has to consume a built bar before the game. And people my, are saying that. Yeah, I deduce that is why the Rays have won 12 in a row. And I know that we asked on yesterday's show, hey, are there any listeners out there who have had some superstitions or have done something while the Rays have gone on this amazing uh, streak here. And uh, I just pilfered through a couple here. I know one, one individual was reading a book during ball games and will continue doing that. Another's uh, eating pork rinds uh, going on the low carb <laughs> approach, get some protein out of there too uh, during the, the winning streak. And then another, I guess, uh, left a raised ball cap in their car. And then as long as this winning streak is going, it's it's staying in that car for the foreseeable future, hopefully. So those are some cool nice. uh, markers there. Um, I know we just briefly touched on Taj Bradley, but just throwing this out there, and maybe this is something that the listeners can chime in on, and maybe we throw it out on social media as well. Who do you think will have a better career or a higher war when it's all said and done? Taj Bradley or a name we forget and haven't talked about in a while, Shane, not McClanahan, but Boz. Shane Boz or Taj Bradley? Whose stock are you investing in? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I don't want to put you on the spot on this, but I just don't know the answer right now. Has Tash Bradley ever have a uh, TJ? I do not know that that would be a really good question. If he hasn't had TJ, 
I would imagine there's probably going to be a point in his career that he does have you DJ. know exactly. So you already know where I am. So if if he has, he looked pretty damn good. I would imagine he is not because he's made a quick ascent. Yeah, and I don't. In in looking, it's been a while, or I I can't remember all the the years and the numbers unless he had it during the COVID season. But I don't, I don't think so, think, man. I, th- I I don't think I don't he's think had he's had it. I feel like when we've read articles about Taj Bradley, that would have been one of the first things that was mentioned. Hey, he dealt with Tommy John in 2019 or 2020 or exactly. wherever. So, and I, I understand that he was a converted position player through the later portions of high school. So it's not like he has a, a lot of bullets to his name. That's yet. true. That's a very good point. So I'm, we're, let's, let's, let's go with no. He hasn't had TJ. I think. I think we, if if we yeah. were putting green skittles on this, we would we would circle the no column on that. But which makes me think that again, that's going to happen. Like that's just it. Just seems like it's going to be a, a thing for every pitcher nowadays. So Shane, I I've seen more of Shane than yeah. Tosh. I can't just go with Tosh just because of one major league start. And I think he's going to have a terrific season uh, and, and career, hopefully a lot of years with the race. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. It's fun. But uh, I, again, we've also not seen that much of Shane at the major league level. If, right. if I can count correctly in my baseball archives in my mind right now, I think Shane Boz has six major league starts. Seven? I don't think he reaches 10. Yeah, and, and what I will say, I mean, I would, just objectively speaking, I was so dazzled and blown away by Shane Boz's debut back in the day and just because he had such a refined repertoire and he's got the fastball, the slider, the curveball, and the changeup, and that effortless, effortless delivery, yes. delivery of you know 97, 98 fastball where Todd Bradley, no disrespect to him, but he really has to work and ramp up to the 95 to 96 in whatever it may be. And I wonder how, you know, there, there's a point where that athleticism declines. It might not be until you're, you know, 30, 31, 32, but I feel like Shane Boz could, um, that, he could repeat his movements for years and years and years. And let's remember like Taj Bradley, he's 22. Shane Boz is only 23. Now he's an older 23, but basically a year difference. And it seems like Shane Boz has, you know, been around the block forever now. So um, I, w- I would take Shane as of right now, but it's, it's one of those good questions, good problems to have. Um, and yeah, go ahead. I will. I will say. I just had to check myself on it. So it wasn't seven, but I was correct. Less than ten. He actually has okay. nine games started in MLB. So again, just eight more than than Tosh. But yeah, the, I think the delivery aspect of it that it can be so repeatable is definitely a plus um, for on 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 change column. But again, if these guys are going to be your one, two uh, in the future, uh, that's, that's yeah. a really good one too, man. Yeah. You know, with, with Taj, I'd really like to see him further refine and develop that those secondary pitches. We saw the fastball yeah. and he can locate it and he plays it up with confidence. And then the curveball too, I was actually really impressed and surprised by that, but yeah. Can you really have a, a reliable go to third pitch and or fourth pitch? That'll be kind of the marker for him going forward with that. And again, at the name of the game is health. I mean, Chris Sale can tell you that. 
Corey Kluber tonight can tell you that. I mean, and maybe this is, I don't know. I, I've brought this up before, but it could be kind of a warning shot, uh, a blow across the pond, if you will. But you look at a guy like Chris Sale, he's thrown just, what, 60 innings since 2020. We thought after the 2018-2019 season, he was a surefire Hall of Famer. That doesn't look to be the case anymore. Now he's trekking into his mid-30s. But again, Shane McClanahan, you might want to take that contract. You, if you're offered a contract extension, you might want to sign up for something like that. And then Corey Kluber, he's missed a one-year deal over here. You know, after we missed the bag, Youngs and finishing, you know, top ten and a couple others, whatever it is. I mean, he's you know has a a great track record. It's hey, I got to sign a one-year deal with the Yankees and then the Rays after a really good season, and then with the Red Sox. I believe he has a club option with the Red Sox, but to me, I mean, it's for all intents and purposes, it's a one-year deal. It's, so it, it, he missed the bag, man. I mean, he got injured right after where he could have gotten it that that's that happened so you know the the early deals might feel like oh man i'm I'm leaving so much money on the table but again you never know chris yeah. was lucky you know he he got that money uh before uh yeah. he started getting hurt steven strasburg patrick corbin you guys they got lucky but sometimes you you go the Corey kluber right and kluber route and you're not that lucky okay guys kluber v springs I'm I'm really hopeful that we can still see Jeffrey Springs be the 2023 version, mm-hmm. which is basically untouchable. But just know this, race fans, although he's looked untouchable, they're human. And we've seen Shane McClanahan be human against the Nationals. So that could happen to Springs. But, oh, man, we're so close. We're so close. Yes. Sweep, 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 sweep four times in a row. I want that record, the historic record of starting 13 and L that the Braves and the and 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 the and the Brewers have. Yes. I want it. I want it, Kevin. It would be nice. Yeah, let's match the 1987 Brewers and the 1982 Braves. Believe it or not, the Rays also or they were the Devil Rays at the time. They've got a 12 win streak to their name 2004 that season with Lou Pinella, which you know, that team only won 70 games. This team is winning a lot more than 70 games. If, if not, a lot of heads are going to roll. But that 2004 team had a 12-game win streak and also a 12-game lose streak. So uh, just a, a lot of craziness with that. And they actually popped champagne after that season because they got to the big 7-0. Um, actually, Things have changed. changed. Yeah, things have changed in, in the organization. And boy, that is really good. By the way, yeah. really good uh, – um, Really good, fun question on the Shane and, and Tosh. I think that's that's a really fun one. So, if you if you know, pick one on the comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube, put who do you think is going to have uh, the most career war by the end uh, of their respective careers, either Shane or Tosh, um, and, and put that on the comment box, and, and we'll read a couple of your comments uh, next time. I think the Rays get it. Uh, Jeffrey Springs, he's got uh, some motivation and some firepower. I believe he was DFA'd by the Red Sox twice. They never figured him out or gave him the tools to succeed. And I like the idea, unless your name's Colin Poche, friend of the program, I like the lefty matchup versus this Red Sox mm-hmm. uh, lineup. So. Yeah, no, the, the lefty, I mean, we saw, we saw how powerful that was the, the first game, right? With uh, Beeks and Fleming and Clevenger and Poche and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's hope that it, it lasts. And again, if Springs is on fire, that's seven innings you can count on. I mean, because he's given you six before, you can push him to seven. You push, you know, you, you, you can push him to seven. Um, 
And that would be such a great thing because now you you rest your bullpen. Spring game give you that length, and you you close it out. Uh, I I don't think we would see Pete Fairbanks on today's game. Uh, so the 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 bullpen management is going to be really interesting because yeah. it's, it's a four game series. You haven't had a really off days. So you've used basically everybody. So it would be interesting to, to see who who go, comes out of the stable for for this game. What's your score prediction for today? I'm going to go 5-2 race. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what I had in my head. I'll give you another run, you know, maybe by a, a sacrifice or something like that. I'll say 6-2 race. Okay. I like it. As long as the W is on the right side, I think we would all take whatever score it is. Uh, fair enough. 162-0. It's happening, folks. Let's go. It's never happened before, but it's going to happen this year. <laughs> I'm confident in that. Yes. Invest that's... all your savings into a 162 and 0 marker. I will say if the Rays win today on the next episode, I will wear sunglasses for the entirety of that episode Ooh. to give some uh, love and uh, homage to Ulysses here. So we can be the Blues brothers and block out the haters as well. So, um, you know, just uh, stay tuned for that. I just got to figure out which pair of sunglasses I'm going to roll with, the Oakleys or the uh, Ray-Bans. Ooh. Still uh, determining that. So Free promo. I like it. I like it. Let's 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 get it, guys. Let's, All right. you know, let's do it. Thank you for making the Lockdown Race podcast your very first listen every day. Make your second listen, the Lockdown Fantasy Baseball podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow. At 113, at 113, at 113.